This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. And joining me as always in the High and Mighty studios is my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Artie, give him a shout out. Right, I feel like Artie might be coming up a lot on this podcast. Joining me also in the studios are comedians, writers, extraordinaires, TV stars. Uh, well, for now, streaming stars, soon to be TV stars. Um, Jake Wiseman and Matt Ing- Inga Bretson. Inga nope. Bretson, you got it. Inga Bretson, fuck, I was so scared. <laughs> <laughs> if you understand. <laughs> The fear in your eyes as that name started coming out. Yeah, I, I even told myself before I said it, I was like, "Say Matt's name first because you're confident to finish it's, with Jake." Yes. it's good that he's white, so it's not. It's just you can't remember it. Yeah, it's yes. not just sort of like an ignorance. It's thing. not my tongue doesn't do Nigerian. Yeah, you know, it's at least be like, ah, I don't get that. <laughs> like I, I have uh, Ify Wadawe, who's been a guest on my oh, podcast yeah, yeah. before. Mm-hmm. I've known him forever, and I think he just like ten years in, he's like. This is how you say my last name. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and it's not so you have someone yeah. on your podcast that you're all of a sudden self-conscious about. Oh, like, yeah. How the fuck do I say I've been saying name? it wrong for 10 years. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel, I'm glad I never said it in front of you. It's like yeah. the word Hermione. You never said it out loud until That's you right. like see the movie and you're like, oh, you're shit. Like, Thank God someone said that before I did. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wanted to talk about Harry Potter. I really did. But that would have been awful. <laughs> Um, guys, well, thanks for coming to the High and Mighty Studios. Thanks for having it. us. It's lovely yeah, to be regal here. They're and ornate, and uh, you have a lovely place. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. You guys are whoring yourself out to every, every <laughs> like, we're, do, doing them all right now. Oh, oh yeah. we're total whores. Yeah. Full yeah. court uh-huh. push. I it feels it. good, but bad. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> we're it's being like, so bad right it's now. G- it's glad that everyone says yes, because there's like a, a built-in sort of reason for them to talk to us, but it does feel bad to ask people you respect for anything. Right. Oh, it's just, yeah. and, you, and it's so obvious, it's so transparent, we like need a push for the show, so it's like, can I do your podcast? I love your podcast. <laughs> and I do, I but I just it feels listened bad. to 10 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I feel comfortable asking you, hey, man, so Arthur, huh? Yeah. Negative yeah. reviews. Uh-huh. What's wow. up? Can I do yeah. your podcast? You're a fuckboy. Wow. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. cool. Okay. Um, but I think. I think you guys should understand that uh, podcast hosts are dying for guests. Yeah. Yeah, so exactly. if you're like, I, I don't think, exa- same thing, I don't think I'd ever reach out and be like, hey, Jake, do right. uh, you want to come on and talk about it's cats or It's all just a lot of self-conscious yeah. people who need each other in order to survive. But you can never admit you need no, someone else. Never. That's the I don't need part. you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, we're going to be talking about cats and dogs. Damn. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And it's raining today. How, how perfect. Oh, my yes. God. Uh, but before we get into all that, let me do a little something. Uh, called Five Star Reviews, where if you rate me five stars on the iTunes app, and I don't even know if this shit even matters. Like, I'm not gain, gaining new listeners, so I don't know how this algorithm works. But at this point, I just want you guys to get your venom out of your system. So if you rate me five stars and roast me in the comments or shit on me in the comments, I'll read it aloud on the... I'm, I'm turning to you to explain it as if like it matters. It's just, I'm a natural hand talker. Okay, this is called The One Ton Fuckboy. By Kaj. <laughs> this pile of diabetes has been desperately trying to fill the void in the CBB universe left by Harris Whittle's untimely passing. Weird. But it's ironic that while Gabrus is larger than Harris's entire coffin was, he'll never be able to fill Harris's shoes. I imagine it would be more entertaining to watch a live feed from inside Harris's coffin than it is watching this poorhouse make his way into his own early grave. I only continue listening to hear his breakdown when his wife leaves him for some 285-pound heartthrob with an intact libido. 
period. Racism isn't funny. <laughs> oh my god, wow. Jesus! Do you wow. feel now? There's a lot. There's a lot there. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Oh. I, my first question is a little off. What he's saying. How do you feel when people bring up your wife? Is there a rage response? Like when you know what I mean? Like, do you want to choke him out? It's weird because I guess I asked for it by bringing it up, but I also don't want to be the guy who's on my podcast who makes it seem at all like I've not been with the same woman for 15 years. Right. right. But then when anyone, I don't mind when someone says your wife, but when someone says some shit like, and Tiff, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I one time said, uh, I, I know I'm home on Long Island when I let the dog out into the yard, but I stay out longer than him smoking weed. Because uh-huh. uh, that's what I do. I'm, I'm not allowed. My mom, I have to hide it from my mom at 36. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So I made some tweet like that. And someone replied like, that's no way to talk about Tiff. And like they were, and this is like, I can get into my, the whole fundamental thing about Twitter where it's like, you don't have to tag my jokes. You're Unless you're my friend. And even then, don't do it. Yeah. But like someone, and I just, I just like, it's like, the expression keep my wife's name out of your mouth just like hit me and I was like keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth that right. is like not your joke to make yes I and I feel bad because I open it up to be like I'm so self-deprecating I'm like so when I meet people in person they're constantly like swinging some taking some swing with so their here's my POV I love it yeah. <laughs> no I'm just kidding because I felt enraged when he said that yeah. right I don't love when someone says my wife but I guess like how else are you going to really take shots at someone right. like if right. they are immune like you got to go to moms and wives and do shit. you feel feel hurt by any what have any of these hurt you some of them the ones that are really <laughs> upsetting are the ones that somehow it seems like they had a, like a fucking tap in my inner monologue yeah you know like, they're like well they this guy that? really screams a lot but he's clearly covering up his lack of insecurity <laughs> and uh, he watches as all his famous friends continue on with success i'm like okay okay, okay. <laughs> that's enough <laughs> that's not, the one that's like yeah. fat little dick fucking curb stomped by his own parent like that shit yeah. doesn't affect me the stuff when it starts to get a touch my actual insecurities yeah. where what is this fucking person's obsession with harris whittles i know and what is going on I'm here i'm uncomfortable even saying harris his name it's that many weird times it's not podcast. really funny to talk about and you're just bringing it up you this person's been dead for a while and you're still thinking about him all the time like this is that kind of undoes the the review a right. little bit for me like this is a weird this is a weird you're a weird person but yeah, keep listening to the show you're obje- you're like objectively but also we bird. support you and love you <laughs> <laughs> to be honest i don't give a fuck if this guy keeps listening to the show or <laughs> yeah, not yeah. go back and listen yeah. to uh the analyze fish um <laughs> Uh, this one's called uh, Shen Rage. Uh, I mean, by Shen Rage, it's called Gravy. If you want to listen to 320 pounds of mashed potatoes talk about not having a career so he can get paid for mattress and underwear ads, look no further. Gabrus makes understanding comedy easy. If you aren't sure which parts of his meaningless rants are punchlines, don't worry. He'll laugh hysterically at his own jokes <laughs> to indicate what was supposed to be funny. The best volume to listen to this podcast is on mute. Five stars. <laughs> that was Shen Rage. Solid work. Pretty good. God, man, just as I said. Yeah. <laughs> I had, uh, when I was in seventh grade, when I was just starting to like think of myself as funny and make jokes in class, I was uh, in this group and the girl I had a crush on, I like told this joke and everyone laughed. And I used to laugh like this, <laughs> like kind of like a Beavis and Butthead laugh. Were you were you uh, like preternaturally tall in seventh grade? Yes, I was. Yeah, yeah. So the tall, like fucking. Tall, lanky. Like, yeah, yeah. Just an idiot. And uh, teachers are like, good luck, asshole. <laughs> so I told this joke, laughed at my own joke. And then this girl I had a crush on said, was laughing. He said, Matt, I don't laugh at your jokes. I just laugh at the way that you laugh. Oof. And, and I then you changed. Come during sex. Yeah, that's right. Then I changed my <laughs> laugh after that. I like, no. <laughs> I like went deep inside of myself and changed myself fundamentally after that moment. Oh shit! Oof. But in reality, 
that's like your soulmate if someone who enjoys oh, your yeah. laughter to the point <laughs> but you don't know that at seventh grade that's where right. you're like eventually you'll like be yeah. looking into a woman's eyes uh, or a man's or whatever uh-huh. your thing is you'll yeah. be looking at a partner's eyes yeah. at a on a dais and just go like and it's your laugh that is the music <laughs> to my ears <laughs> yeah i should have married her <laughs> yeah, you should, yeah you should just drop to one knee yeah. right there and there oh man seventh grade is when you started to feel like you were funny Sixth, seventh grade was when I was like, I don't have the looks. Right. I uh, I can't do it on that. And especially at that time, I was a bad looking person. But you, uh, got, you got that like you got that juice when you made like. Yes. I, I still to this date, this is so back mm-hmm. backwards misogynistic to say, but yeah. I do a better comedy show if there's a number of women in the crowd. Like if oh, I see sure. a bunch of uh-huh. women, oh, yeah. I'm like all of a sudden I'm like, yeah. all right, boys. <laughs> back in like ninth grade, trying to impress. I really them. like yeah. the uh-huh. idea of someone in sixth or seventh grade being like. I got the looks. Yes. <laughs> I don't have to do anything yeah. else. I got the looks. Yeah. They delivered me the looks. Time to just coast. <laughs> they don't know they have the looks until they no longer have the looks. Yeah, that's and they're like, right. shit, did uh, I just coast on looks? Fuck. And now I have nothing. <laughs> and now, yeah. No one cares that I played lacrosse at a Delphi. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, one last one and then uh, we'll get into it. Uh, You're the son I never had, S U N, by Cade Cody. I gave you five stars because you do actually closely resemble a very important star, the sun. Not in the way that you shine a light that give everything on Earth, but more in the way that you're 860,000 miles in diameter and no one wants to touch you. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a very, yeah. I mean, I appreciate the attempt. Like, it's like, oh, they're trying to make a metaphor. uh, or, Or is it a simile? Did it's they assembly. say like or as? Like. I didn't see it. Yeah, that, like, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's impressive. Yeah, no, it's solid. It's solid. I They're mean, trying. It, it's great. I'm it's glad they got to eat a popsicle and yeah. then get the joke. Yeah, off it's the like, stick. wow, <laughs> nice job. You wrote something. Uh-huh. Um, and believe it or not, that will be the end of me talking about myself. <laughs> um, but that is five star reviews, guys. Rate me five stars. Roast me in the comments. Let's turn it to Jake and Matt. Here we go. Let's talk. Let's talk. Hey. Where you, you guys talk for two minutes about dogs and cats. I go, watch corporate. <laughs> Thanks for coming out, guys. Um, Jake, two things I know, I know about you. I don't really know you outside of the internet, but you like ca- uh, cats and knives. That is true. <laughs> so the two things. So when I said, when you said you want to come on the podcast, I was like, we, I usually have a topic. Do you want to talk about cats or knives? And you're like, well, Matt wants to come and he's a dog guy. And I was like, here's yeah. the argument I want to have. So happy to talk about cats. I will tell you, though, the sort of paranoia I felt or, or sort of like when you go, what's something about you? that you like and I was like oh my god I don't I have nothing. anything I'm, I'm nothing and I was like yeah. I guess I like cats and like but the idea of like what are you interested in was a terrifying thing I'm like it's, I don't do anything but it's also hard to cop to too. yeah like mm-hmm. I, you eventually sent a follow up email that's like I also am like weirdly obsessed with Kanye yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I was like I'm like, oh, thinking like, for <laughs> his brain yeah, for a while I was like yeah. it really made me go I should kill myself like yeah. I don't have any interest I'm not yeah. interesting I'm not I would say suicide is a major interest <laughs> Suicide is definitely yeah. in there, but like other people have done it better because yeah. they've done it. You yeah. know? Um, so yeah, I love cats. Um, I grew up with cats um, because my father didn't want dogs in the house um, and we really wanted a pet. So we had cats and I took, to, it, it felt like almost like an orientation. I was like, oh, this is what I've been missing for the first 11 years of my life. Did you have one cat or multiple cats? We start with one cat named Shoki. 
Uh, and the litters are off. I don't know how it is with dogs, but uh, litters are often named sort of as a group. Yeah. So they were named after like it was like the Battle of Shokan or the General Shokan. It's like it was some. It was like, it was named was Shoki and uh, I don't know how cat. dogs named, but traditionally cats yeah. named after uh, esoteric battles. <laughs> we had one cat um, that had like curled ears, and his his name was F. Scott Fitzcurled, and it was really dumb. But it's yeah. a fun. Honestly, the cat yeah. the cat people we are we are people we're mentally ill deeply and so we do name things in a really fun way that is yeah. sad but it's fun and we're dealing the best we can with what we were given yeah can i uh armchair psychoanalyze like i feel like cat people are often at least people who openly call themselves cat people and say yeah we're fucking weird cat people it's something about choosing an animal to give love to that doesn't truly p- can give it back. Well, this is yeah, what- it's like getting into a relationship with someone who's deeply mentally ill, and you like are trying to save them. Right. Well, that's see, like this is one of my main for- issues with dog people, yeah. especially. And now, just to preface all this, Jake and I have been talking about cats and dogs like this for well, about I- seven years, and so there's a lot of baggage coming with <laughs> yeah. this. Matt and I yeah. uh, were recently writing together, and I said something about dogs, and he like got up. He, I could see he wanted to hit it's me. Sometimes and we've been having this discussion forever sometimes this discussion is not fun yes yeah. <laughs> well okay yeah. so oops. I, I, I love cat no it's fun because yeah. i i love cats very much and i'm an ardent fan and i also think because when i was growing up i i'm a i'm a straight male and i love cats and i didn't realize that other men didn't really like cats or it wasn't technically a male it was thing not a masculine to like thing. Cat, whatever yeah. if you decide that masculinity and femininity are like the the binary things we were taught growing up right it's like no men don't like cats a man with cats what is he you know that kind of thing i'm almost positive when i was a kid i thought all dogs were boys and all cats were right girls. and it's taught that way so so my issue my issue with this thing about like uh cat people liking stuff liking things that um won't love them back and they're mentally ill is like it's these men that like dogs right yeah. but men Men, as I thought, are supposed to be emotional islands. Right. You're supposed to not care. You're supposed to not need. You're supposed to be tough, yet you need this thing to love you constantly, incessantly, to the point that is so beyond what a man should need to be a man. And so there's this inherent contradiction there, which I don't think is very masculine, yet all men are like, I love dogs. But I find them to be fucking annoying. I like things that take care of themselves. I'm a man. I'm an emotional island. I want to be left alone when I want to be left alone. And I like that they're cute and little. I think cats are more aesthetically pleasing. I think they're cute and soft. I'm, to me, being more traditionally masculine. I'm being more traditionally masculine by liking cats. This is ironic. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I hear some shit going on. (laughs) I'm like, hey, See, that's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. I'm saying. But you, I'm just hearing him, and he's. I'm yeah. like, I'm getting stressed. I'm like, I can't let Jake win this moment. But so, I think Artie's like breaking something. <laughs> but do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it's like, and, and Arthur is a very cute dog. I already like him. But the thing is, is like that need to have something love you all the time to be obsessed with you is. It's a little weird that that is considered traditionally masculine, and it's right. bothersome because you always get bullied by dog people who say that cat people are not specifically straight men. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I understand that. I, I'm not in that camp. I'm more in the camp of like... Yes, you are. <laughs> to, to me, I'm more in the camp of like, well, if you want a pet, get a pet that is like... Like a buddy. Yeah, but like that's yes. like, that, that's where I that's where I stand. It's like, look, he's sitting by... He's, he's hardly he's a your, masculine dog, by yeah, the way. I have a 20 He's your friend right now. And that's what you get with a dog is like a friend versus a cat. But you're saying just, that you need a friend. I, to, I absolutely need a, a friend. 
But you're a right. man. I, but I'm an emotionally devastated man. No, no, man. I'm not. Yeah. No, Matt. I know <laughs> you I are. Know. I know you are. You're like that. Yeah. I've picked up you, on in the last couple minutes. You're dealing. You're dealing with the shrapnel of your childhood. There's no question about that. But but my point is, before we get into dogs and, and cats, I do think that traditional thing of like like guys from Jersey or whatever yeah. would be like, oh, you got a fucking dog. What do you have a cat? And it's yeah. like, well, then why do you need that? If you, why do you need something to love you that much? Why do you need to care about something that much? Don't you want to be left alone? Fair enough, but I would encourage us all to enter into a progressive space here, we, where we don't have to be hung up on old issues like but that. But no, but but I do think it's important because <laughs> but I think there's still carryover. I'm trying of to explain yes. that I'm coming from it in a way that I feel is traditionally masculine. Right, where I'm talking about something that is cute. Cats are very cute. A cat is a cat is arguably, if you want to look at it from a, a, the masculine point of view, a cat is like a, a weird roommate. Yeah, who's like, yeah, no, I'm yeah. going in the other room. See you later, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy who like nods at you as he walks by, and then you're like, but if you had like a um, a two male roommate type situation in college, and when your roommate came in the door, if you went, yo, yeah, Jake's home, Jake. Right. Hey, look at my toy, dude. He'd be like, yeah, this roommate is, and I just watch. like to be left alone. Yeah. Like yeah. in my ideal vision of myself. I I'm d- a cold, emotionally distant father. I do because I grew up with dogs, uh, yeah. a German Shepherd and Golden Retriever, and I didn't like cats for a long time. And then Jake and I were roommates for a while, and he was he was vitriolic I was towards a- the concept of living with. cats. I was adamant that I he would, would tell not- jokes on stage, hate speech against cats. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said slurs against cats. Um, <laughs> Shit, you're about to get Chappelle he called them by the bad cat. Jewish <laughs> words. <laughs> yeah, I use Jewish slurs against cats. <laughs> So I got a little hot water. Nothing to do with the cat yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do enjoy, I've learned to enjoy cats' independence in that sense, where they don't need you constantly. Although one of your cats fucking does need you constantly, Pebbles. Yeah, but it, I, no, I, I'm saying, and I've come more around on dogs, but I do find it crazy. I don't want to walk anything. What are we talking about here? Who wants to walk something? It's an investment in another creature i will you, say every yes. once in a while a cat owner is set, says something like uh like i was just away with and mitch was like yeah uh no i have someone just drop food off like once a day they can do three days without and i'm like wow <laughs> imagine that I like know. it cost me like a fortune yeah. to go out of town because yes. i have to like hire someone where my dog walk my dog four times a day. like and today it's pouring yes. and i'm like the reason he's all antsy is because i'm not gonna be able to take him for like an hour long walk and yep. there's also just something i really now i don't think i want to be a father this is something i i don't know for sure i think you do i've listened to some podcasts yeah. of yours and it seems like you do want to be a dad so there is You're that be a great feeling dad. you'll be a great dad yeah um maybe um <laughs> or maybe i don't, get, or I don't maybe. have an example to follow yeah no you know what i think you'll actually be a bad dad and i hope one of the next five star reviews is about that let me change it you'll be a fun dad yeah how about this you'll be a father yeah Uh, technically a father i'll be a fun dad a terrible husband so i don't think i i don't have that need to invest in something for the greater love that that is mystical and everything which i think maybe you can get with a dog it's like oh man it's so intense it's so beautiful i don't have that but i also admire cats because they're so um can be so sociopathic and i think that's like the way to be like i really think like they can like want love and then immediately shut off and not care about anything that happened they're not really that's and that's just it they don't feel anything and they're just cute they sleep all the fucking time they don't need much like that's what i want to be in my ideal life i am so sensitive and i need so much and i don't want to be like that 
Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, aren't you tired of your feelings? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Currently. Uh, that's what much. a dog is. That's what a dog is. It's like so much feeling. And I think so three much of these intensity. tabs that are open here are like um, Etna therapist west hollywood Etna <laughs> therapist beverly hills <laughs> yeah i'm like oh you know what we're gonna do something in 2018 about this <laughs> i'm just not i'm just not used to loving something that much and being loved that openly it's so intense for me like i don't like but family maybe that's gatherings. what you need maybe but i could also die and it'd be fine like it's not that big a deal like i know this is getting very intense but i feel it like i don't want to i feel like if you love something that much you have so much more to lose it's so intense and it's true and i just love they're these little cats are just these little weird sociopaths that groom themselves all the time they look cute you just put some food in a bowl and that's it you don't even have to like really once you get the cat in your house you tech if it's a house cat like you technically don't have to do anything like you don't have to move it like, what a once, dream yeah. what a dream now I, I guess my question is do you like cats i really like cats okay i i just would never choose like i would have cats and dogs if they would get along you know what i mean oh is the arthur doesn't get along with cats arthur he might his only experience with cats are brooklyn bodega cats oh well, and that's they're a like situation like they're borderline like I think, arthur yeah. Could, yeah. I think he's okay he uh, I think he would have a hard time with anything that took any attention right. away from us. So, so you, maybe cats would be ideal. You grew up with what? With a dog. Okay. With dogs, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I uh, I grew up with brothers and then a dog. You know what I mean? So it felt like I've always had like something around. And I've never lived alone. Ever just me. And oh. I don't think I could truly do that. Like, I think even if I were to get a divorce uh, tomorrow, I would need to be, I would be like living in a two bedroom with another 40 year old. Or three comedian. more dogs. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> or I'd, if I lived alone, I would live with like dogs and Many be like, dogs, I'd, yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> I have a few friends that I'm now coming to reference points and I'm yeah. going to leave their names out of this. <laughs> where it's like, yeah, they're kind of like weird dudes who are like, because inst- there are dog people who are whatever your negative point of view of a cat person is like weird oh. shut in quiet shot i know dog people who like i only see communicate well with their respected dog yes. like with their dogs well, and then you see them like in a social situation they're like gotta get home to the dogs yeah. <laughs> well that that is a very annoying thing about dog owners because cat yeah. owners are like unfairly maligned and we're called crazy but dog owners it's that thing when people talk too much about their children dog it's like that's that. dog owners yeah. big time and i think it's like it's a nightmare and also dog just the intensity of a dog but not all dogs i didn't say all hashtag not all dogs (laughs) but here's the thing okay here's a point i make hashtag matt loves to criticize cats and talks about how great dogs are but he can't have one because he's too busy he doesn't have a dog and that's a big problem you can't talk about how great dogs are if you can't have one that is the that is the problem at this point is they are high maintenance they're high maintenance and that is my the reason i haven't gotten one yet is just a low level concern that Although I think you just get used to it. What, you just immediately adapt? You've had a dog for how long now? Uh, I've had him for like s- almost eight years now. Yeah. And was it a, was it an adjustment period? Does it still feel like, oh shit, I got to take care of a dog? Or is yeah, it just a part of your life? That's just part of my life. It's Yeah. yeah it's I walk Arthur before bed. Like We call it peeps real quick. We don't mm-hmm. have to use a leash for the last pee of the night. Because uh-huh. uh, we trained him that in Brooklyn because we lived on a fourth floor walk up. I'd be like, yeah. get him down to the front door. I'm like, just go piss in the hydrant and come back in the apartment. Can you do that? And he yes. started doing that. So I do peeps real quick more often than I brush my teeth before bed. Yes. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, I right. mean, that's something else I got to work on. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's another tab that you have open. 
how but, to brush my teeth before what excites bed. me about a dog is that they're more of a project than cats like there's a dog is i think a little more malleable than a cat and i think that's what a lot of people would say is a con of a dog is that mm-hmm. like all of a sudden you're like oh shit what do i gotta do i gotta teach it stuff i gotta like train yes. it it um i can't ma- i gotta make sure it doesn't get separation anxiety i gotta like it can't shit it's, in my house it's insane yeah it's so much i mean so i guess my question is what do you love about having a dog? I th- and here's the thing. I feel like you could probably dismantle everything I say by just saying I'm like, not here to dismantle. I could. Let's just right. say I could. <laughs> I, I feel like I was bullied my whole life for this. So I thought of yeah. every argument. Um, but I, I'm just curious what the convince me. Why is it so great? Oh, that's tough. That's tough. Because I feel like a lot of what I like about having a dog, it would be ab- about having a pet. For me, it's like an interesting. For, first of all, I think. If I I do intend to be a dad, and I would be remiss to try to go from not having a dog to having a child. Okay, I think like yeah, dog is like a, is like a D minus level child where you're like, yeah, I can leave it alone for six hours, but that's about it, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. then like if it has to do something, it has to do something. It pukes on the rug. It shits, uh, you know, in the house every once. In a it <laughs> he looks so sad. He's sitting on my lap. He's managed the way. to take yeah. Jake's posture. This is one of the best situations <laughs> I've ever had with a dog. This I was gonna say this is almost a breakthrough for you, but he's. Cat like right now. Yeah, he doesn't he, seem that much like a dog. No, he he's very he has two speeds and they're like wildly chill and insane. Yeah, yeah. But even his insanity is like all he's like, cute. He's yeah, little. He it's can... all like fun insanity. So it's a starter thing for a kid, right? And, which and, you so desperately want. Which I so desperately want. But there's like an appeal to the idea of like where I'm in this together with him. You know what I mean? Like where okay. like like he needs me and which is nice to be needed and he wants me, which is nice to be wanted. But I also kind of like, Oh, look at that affection. <laughs> wow, he is pretty cute. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, again, maybe I lucked out. I got like a, I got a great dog by accident, but there, all the stuff I'm going to say, I like about dogs. You could probably just slide over, over to any pet. I do know? feel like with a dog, you're getting like a teammate. Like he's on your, he or she is on your side. Whereas a cat, and I know I've brought this up before, would betray you at any moment. I don't know about that. I, I think I am <laughs> scared. I mean, now that, I mean, I, I like how serious this is getting. Because <laughs> as we're talking about it, I realize I have a deep fear of not being loved as much as I want to be. So uh, that so if you go in saying if like, I'm like this dog, it's not love me. Yeah. yeah. I, and then I think like any love that I get is like that was me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm worth it. But like, but if they don't love me, it's like yeah, they're a cat. So with a dog, it's like a whole, like I would just put too many expectations. I feel like if I were a parent, I would definitely be the type of parent that when the kids at 14 or 15 started going away from me and started not needing me, I would maybe kill myself. Like I would would definitely be like this. No, this is a personal attack. No, I've sort of gotten accustomed to your love and it has to keep coming. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just think, I don't know, man. Like today it's raining. Do you want to walk this motherfucker? No, not at all. And the hardest I will say the transition, moving from New York to L.A., everyone has dogs in New York and it, and it's cool. It's fun to have a dog in New York because it's a walking city. So it's like right. I can go get a coffee and walk my dog and I'm in Brooklyn and it's, I walk. Uh, I'll go grab my laundry while I walk my dog. All that shit's cool. But in coming LA, to L.A. in L.A. when there's no fucking snow. Activity, yeah. yeah. But it's also so like the morning walk to walk a dog in New York in the winter, imagine I'm in a fourth floor walk up. I have to wake up, put on, go from pajamas to fully dressed snow jacket, all that 
take my dog out, hope he pees or poops, go back in, take all that off, shower, get ready for work, and then put all of that shit back on. Because sometimes, yeah. they, some dogs, Artie's, and I will say also I've got the luck, he sleeps as late as me and my wife, no That's matter big. what. Like he's yeah. never, he's he's on our schedule and he doesn't like, he he can hold his piss overnight for like And 12. I do think to some extent, because I grew up in Texas and we had a yard and like, there are setups that work way better for dogs and cities, I do think, unless maybe New York, work better for cats. I think New York is a cat. Is a but cat if you town. have like a house and a yard, like then it a, a dog or like ideally if you have a uh, like a doggy door and they can go out and piss and shit on their own yeah. then you're like set up then but, it's basically like a cat yeah i i'm not a, necessarily opposed to it i just don't know why why am i working for this thing like i don't want to do that much work for this thing i just want to hang out with something cool that, and cute. but i think that psychologically when you invest in something you get more out of it that's just like i a was real gonna say thing. i yeah. you it sounds awful like when you're like fuck i gotta wake up and walk this dog and it's raining but then when you're out there like walking with the dog and it's like yeah we're like chilling like and all of a sudden like someone walks by and they smile because you got your fucking cute ass dog out there mm-hmm. then you see another uh, person walking a cute dog and you're like hey we got dogs i do sometimes have dreams where i'm like running through a field with my cats you know what i mean and so i can never realize that because they'll run away um but i don't know i mean yeah i see it it's just okay getting back to the masculine thing don't you even though you know you are a fuck boy like don't you have an issue though with being like some of the guys that like dogs or like a pit bull maybe that's what i'm talking about a right. fucking pit bull is a nightmare like that's a fucking nightmare animal and i know pet not all pit bulls but a lot of pit bulls they bark they're so fucking loud arthur doesn't seem that loud they're loud annoying you have to tell them to shut the fuck up they're aggressive they i can like accidentally being... crush your nut yeah, like climbing I don't across like being, you on the couch. yeah i don't uh-huh. like being around something that aggressive i mean i i like being around something yeah. small that i can handle i don't like big guys i don't like big anything i don't like aggression Your writing partner's like six foot nine yeah like but, he's, but he's, he has asthma and he's weak you know what i mean i don't like big guys yeah. oh, excuse me uh, Jake? but there's just something sort of like there's just something so like arthur's a, a small dog because he and he's like my cats are like kind of that size, but like there's just something so intense about a fucking dog, so lumbering. It's a nightmare. It's like having a son. I don't want a fucking son. I, I mean, it is a thing, and that's why I think if you didn't grow up with dogs, I understand because there is like a you learn to interact with them in a specific way, and if you're not used to that, it would feel weird because it is it is like a physical relationship. And also, you have to yeah. like go no. No, like, and I don't ever have to do that. I right, like get right. down from there. You have you to kind d- of be alpha, which is like a word. I'm, I'm not. I think I'm the alpha. only alpha around dogs. Like, I'm yeah, like, yes. that's like yeah. that's the, only the only time, time I'm ever confident yeah. where I'm like, hey, <laughs> see, yeah. <laughs> oh. Sorry, yeah. but no, you're doing I find great. it kind of weird. I just yeah. am not like. I think I'm just scared of stuff. Well, I would say one good thing about dogs and cats to a degree, but dogs specifically, they're entirely customizable like you could be sure, like yes. well i'm allergic to dogs guess what there's dogs that aren't well i don't want a big dog there's little dogs well, i don't right. want too little of a dog guess what Medium and even dogs. some <laughs> big dogs like if you've ever met a great dane and you might struggle with it because of how big it is but great danes are so sweet and they shouldn't be alive like great danes should not <laughs> and i'm sorry if you have a great dane out there but they got bred into an insane they die when they're like seven years old it's we had, crazy we're t- tiptoeing into another subject but we should talk about this like yes the fact that that is also a dog as a like a it labrador. Does, it's like, crazy. Yeah. We've fucked him. Like his oh. snout is short to the point where he can have breathing problems. <laughs> what we and have people have done that. To what them. we have done to dogs 
and especially dogs, but also cats, is criminal and like unredeemable. And it's I think eugenics. all humanity will go to hell if there is a hell for what we have done yeah. to these animals. Right. Now they're beautiful and they, they they enrich our lives, but it is like crazy that it is like that this is the same came from the same dog as a fucking Great Dane. Right. Right? Didn't it? At some point they yeah, all at some point, the yeah. Thing. But I guess that's the same thing as saying like me and LeBron James are the same. That's right. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. we were eventually yeah. we were both of uh, at some point the same and now like we, yeah. that that'll happen. I would the differentiation love, amongst the species. I want to see you play basketball against LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see LeBron James yeah. host a podcast against yeah. me. <laughs> Host three different podcasts? Not Good luck, easy. LeBron. Yeah. I don't think you're committed enough. Yeah. See how you deal emotionally with five star things about your wife. Yeah. I will say, I read this article a few years ago and it's just been burned in my head in New York. Uh, maybe it was in New York Times Magazine or New York Magazine, some sort of New York based magazine. Um, it was Swank. Um, and it was about the, the Georgia Bulldogs uh, mascot. Yeah. Uh, they had a bulldog as a mascot, and like unbeknownst to the crowd, it was like the eighth one in like fourteen years because they're bred. They wanted to have that such a short snout and oh. such an underbite for it to look cute that it's like not good for the dog. Right. Like I, I saw like. Um, and you can look this up. I saw like what bulldog skulls originally were like, yeah. and they had snouts. They were fighting dogs. They right. like would bite horses' legs. Was like yeah. their thing <laughs> in combat. You yeah. could use a bulldog to like take Go. down a a, a a big fucking cow yeah. or a horse or whatever. Uh-huh. And um, they've we've shortening their snouts because that's what a. And here's the other thing: the fucking dog show, the AKC says like this is what uh, the flatter the nose, the better of a bulldog. And then we're truly reverse adapting it you know what i mean we're the like removing are, its survival yeah. ability they they were talking about this georgia bulldog they would have to bring out like a cold pad for it to lay on because it just has no way to get rid of its heat because oh, it's like so because it can't pan. and it's so fat and it's so like ugh, and they have to like put it on this cold pad because it's like a huge football stadium and it's like what the fuck why I mean, dog having a living dog as a mascot is already like yeah. a fucked up <laughs> twisted thing but the fact that it's a dog specifically that we bred to do something so yeah. specific i think they just made it illegal in california to buy purebred dogs which i so you you have to I mean, I you have to kill does, the purebred. I mean, it feels weird to place that limitation, or it just feels like, yeah, like a weird limitation. But I think generally that is good because we have fucked with dogs way too much, and right. we should stop doing that. Right. Yeah. My my wife will say though, because we feel we got Artie from a breeder like eight mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't like a puppy meal or anything like that, but it was like before. The adopt don't shop uh, right. like, thing was really pushed. Sure, not that that's an excuse, no, but no, my yeah. wife will say, and I kind of agree with her. She's like, "Well, someone's got to get those. Who someone's got to buy those dogs. Yeah, right. right. Like, yeah. I, like, yeah, it's like I those don't dogs like, aren't. It's not like uh, yeah. it's all adopt and then uh, puppy mills will it, stop. It feels yeah. like a hard line in the sand, but I think it's good to trend that direction because we have messed with them way too much, and it's yeah. not good to do that. I don't think. But also, I had two purebred dogs growing up, and I. Love the shit out of it. Right. <laughs> I'd like to make a quick right turn. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna salt map with this opinion and I want to know how you feel, John. <laughs> so I am a vegetarian and I love animals. Yeah. When I watch movies, there's always this sadness that happens when a dog dies. Yeah. And there it's so fucking overblown. And it's uh-huh. like, a dog dying? Come on. But you eat animals. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. are you allowed to be upset by that? Well, I agree. Because, yeah. because I find it to be 
I think dogs have this sort of symbolism in culture as the most important thing. Wes Anderson is always doing it. Have this symbolism culture like the most precious thing in the world. Yet all those people fucking eat every other animal in the world. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Oof. Yeah. Well, I remember it's it's hypocritical. Undeniably. Well, it's because I, I, I think it's hilarious that that happens because it is you can watch in a movie a thousand people get murdered in cold blood. But the moment one animal gets hurt, it's horrifying. Or yeah, like, like you cry at the end of Marley and me, but you don't cry at like the end of Lorenzo's oil. Or no. Something yeah. Like that. <laughs> or like I remember in uh, when I saw the movie uh, The Last Samurai in, yeah. uh, with Tom Cru- with Tom Cruise. There's a moment when they're like fighting in battle and these horses get shot and taken down and the whole movie theater went <gasps> but meanwhile thousands of people are They're getting like, murdered around them yeah. the, end, the end of that movie is like uh, Japanese people being slaughtered yes. by a Gatling gun didn't defa- that didn't affect anybody <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah there's something about that there's something and I, I, I disagree with that in that like it's sad when someone's I feel bad when someone else's dog dies because I'm like ouch that must suck yes because that's like uh, a grandparent dying like yes I, I don't say parent or sibling or kid because that's really sad yes. a grandparent of a certain age you're like right it's gonna happen oh well it's thank a bummer God they're i'm gonna pain. miss them yeah but it, they, they that's what happens when you're 70 something is a dog yeah. dying or a divorce worse Ooh, i don't know i would say uh, a dog dying is worse i think it's probably worse because the dog would have kept being great the divorce needed clearly needed to happen right 20 years of marriage huh? oof yeah, I mean, this is the kind of fun stuff you find on High and Mighty. <laughs> <laughs> What's sadder, getting a divorce from your wife of twenty years or your dog dying? It'd be both. In a it, couple of years, I could find out. <laughs> <laughs> He'll let you know. Tune in then to find out. Yeah. Get divorced and kill the dog, and then you're like, "Oh, I don't hey, feel Jake, good. Yeah. <laughs> I have an answer. <laughs> I have an answer. They both together are really bad. <laughs> and also, I can't live alone. So, can I live with you and your yeah. cats? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, pebbles, you say? Huh? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, listen, Arthur is making a strong showing for a dog. I just think, I I feel like you guys have to agree, the type of people that love dogs are MAGA people. Like, no. Like, no, 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 They no, can no. be. So yes, can, they absolutely. Cat people can too. Cat people like Trump? Yes. You're out of your mind. Fucking, um, I guarantee you there's, there's millions. No, not a single Trump voter has a cat. And that is the fucking truth. <laughs> Sorry, guys. My hill to die Do you know on. what I'm saying? I, I, think, I think you're going to find, I think the reverse of that is true. I think you're going to find more cat people are not MAGA people. You know what I mean? But I think there's going to be plenty of MAGA people that have cats. Okay. But I think you're right. There's like... Yeah. Dog truck. Do you know what I'm talking There's about? There's a dog truck. Yeah, like a Carl's Jr. commercial. Yeah. Yeah. should have a dog in it with tits. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that's like theoretically. And so I think that's what I've always reacted to. I wonder if even my my obsession with cats is a little bit contrarian in nature. I think just in this in the sense mm-hmm. that right, like goes, dogs, yeah. dogs, dogs, and just being called like uh, queer a lot growing up it was like, well, okay, you know. Um, uh, yeah, you can also have your parents could have a dog and uh, be called queer a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, we're comedians. Yeah. yeah, I also just think with cats, one thing I like about them is I think they're very funny. I mm. think like they can pop up in a sock drawer. They're fucking weird. Like Dogs are funny too, though. In what way? Look at this. He's not being that funny. He's cute, but he's not being that funny. Yeah, but he... like. Yeah. I know... 
every dog owner will tell you, like, mm-hmm. you don't understand my dog's actually like a human. And it's yes. all you just projecting an entire personality onto your of dog. Course. But once that's achieved, like, there's something about, like, he'll do shit. Like, if he farts, he goes... He like jumps away in shame. <laughs> if I fart under the blanket, yeah. he like fights his way to get I, out from underneath the blanket. I do relate to shame. Yeah, yeah. yeah like shame, shame is something shame. I don't have with like cats. The only way in to Jake is like they feel okay. Shame. Yeah, all right. <laughs> the, I'm relating on shame. The reality is, is anything that you're around a lot, you'll eventually just fall in love with her or or True. have an affinity for. It. That's why with with your cats, I eventually when I first moved in, their personalities, I didn't I didn't sense them. I they weren't quite there. I just knew Pebbles was like wanted attention constantly but then as time went on i developed voices for them it's like a whole Mm -hmm. fucking thing yeah oh yeah i mean he's a cute guy yeah it's just that oh here okay here's another thing i don't love about dogs male dogs the dick i don't like it i don't like it they're definitely (laughs) out out. their dicks are definitely out Mm -hmm. and uh they definitely you know can't physically shake their penis after they pee no so when they come in the house like but sometimes now, there's like there's like legit dick crust on on our yes. couch, and it's you know it's a fifty fifty split between him and I. But, <laughs> um, but now hang on, Tiff, whose dick crust <laughs> is yeah. this? You know, cats are also disgusting. Let's not. But they clean themselves like sixteen hours. But a day. they, like they smell, shit in the house. They shit in the house. It does they not clean smell up their good. own. But they cover it. But you know, I, I there are more houses that I walk into where I'm like, there's a cat in. How many here. houses then are you walking? I'm into? walking into houses constantly. <laughs> I knock on doors. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, You're one of those like whale, whale, like the dolphins are dying. Can yes. I come in for a second? <laughs> but they give off cats. I can tell that there's a cat there more often than I can tell there's a dog. I will there. judge because uh, okay. to me, a, yes. I, I smell cat litter more than I smell like exactly. dog. I agree. Thing. Yeah. Okay. And that's agree, a problem. Guys. And Jake? <laughs> wow. Wow. I agree. Yeah. I, I dated someone for a year and a half, and very often... All right. We would, yeah, it was cool. Well, we broke up recently. Yeah. Uh, but every, like, once, I, don't, I don't notice it, and you start to not care about how bad it smells and how right. weird it can get or how much hair is everywhere. You mm-hmm. start to... Do, you do become weirder as a cat owner, and she yeah. would constantly lecture me. She's like, yeah. this isn't... I'm not being picky here. This is a problem. Like, it smells bad. <laughs> yes. Like, something happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Dogs... I mean, dogs smell, too, yeah, to a dogs- degree, but yeah. it's the poop in the house that kind of bothers me a little bit about even with all the devices and you however you poop in the house though yeah and but then, then I push a button with... and it goes away yeah it goes bye bye <laughs> and bye I bye. wipe and I do everything <laughs> I did have a cat growing up that peed in the toilet by the way this is a little side note but this happened the other day our friend you know Dave Ross do you yeah, know this? yeah he came to my house uh, to work on something and he used my restroom and he was in there for a while I don't know what he was doing. God um, only knows. Then he came out and he said, Matt, I need to talk to you about something. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, the toilet paper you use is punishment and you need to do something about it. You're a 30 year old man. You live in a lovely place and you're punishing your asshole. He lectured for me for about 10 minutes on it to where I finally ordered some new toilet paper online. Yeah, what that's, do you feel? Like a, that's true. That's true adult shit. That's like the kind of things and I go to like a friend's house and I'm like, look, I get it. You're a single man. You're a couple years younger than me. Uh I don't think you should have all the shit I have in my house where you have like $40 anthropology candles that could be lit in any moment. Right. But you need (laughs) fucking Cottonelle double. You need good toilet paper. Well, just. You're using like a cheap like 12 pack. It's one of those things where like you're, you're constantly like figuring out new ways to make your life slightly better. Toilet paper, I guess, has just been a blind spot where I'm like, I'm going to buy the cheap stuff because uh, I'm going to save money because I need to save money on everything. What were some of the first things you started upgrading when you made a little bit of money? 
Because toilet paper was one of the first things for me. Well, oh, yeah. Toilet like, paper was like, uh, I didn't even have to make money just cohabitating with uh, a woman who's used to a certain lifestyle, but not used to understanding what it's like. Yeah. I was living alone before, with not with some friends, before I moved in with my wife, but that was her first time not living in a dorm or uh-huh. at her mom's house. Yeah. So she just came in and was like, no, this is how our lives are. And we went into severe debt just trying to maintain yeah, that yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. But for a while it was like, oh yeah, why am like, why am for fucking three extra dollars, I could like in like not yes. feel bad after I take a shit. That was yeah. part of the choice to be married. Was like this. I need this person. It, they well, make that, my like, life talk better. Talk about upgrading your life. I was just like uh, fundamental. I, I everyone's like, dude. When I first, I was like one of the first. I moved in with my girlfriend, and everyone was like, "What's dude? That is that crazy?" I'm like, "It's kind of great because I have to go. Like, I I have to go see her. I enjoy her company, so like, I gotta go see her. Yes, it sucks that you can't take a break, but it's amazing that you can fucking not have to stress about like, gotta pack a bag to go fuck this girl in two two boroughs away. (laughs) This is a bad thing I'm gonna do, but I mean a good thing. So you had to invest more in it to get more out of it like a dog a dog yes and, and I, I don't want to compare your keep partner my wife's mouth, to a dog keep my wife's mouth out of your mouth yeah. <laughs> hey, i don't know how that happened but stop doing that well there is something about it's the like pain pleasure thing where you like when you the if, if something is hard you get more out of it yeah like I'm not the guy to make this comparison, but apparently running <laughs> something that some people do, yes. they get something it's hard, oh, but they get enjoyment out of it uh-huh. in some way. Do you like but <laughs> comparing you like... my wife to long distance <laughs> exercise? I don't think that's always the truth. No. The pain pleasure Because thing? sometimes you don't want to have intercourse because it's more work. Right. But yeah. But sometimes you like, you know, but it's I'm never after having intercourse, I'm never like, I'm bummed I did that. I'm always like that. I'm always like, great. I'm, I'm pretty maybe bummed, bummed yeah. how that went. <laughs> like that was. I, not, I love the fact that I got to do it. That but was, I'm, not, I'm not mad that that I, was not a good showing for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I definitely could do better. I hope uh, next month I've got it sorted out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I, I'm a guy. I've been pitching that to like since I was 24 to my single friends, they're like, dude, how do you do the relationship? I'm like, yeah, there's parts of being in a relationship that of course are not as cool as living alone or living with your boys. Like that's standard, but there's so much good that outweighs the like, and then when I started to realize the shit that was like stressing me out about living with a woman, when it was like, um, put the seat down, clean up after yourself. Yeah, they're like, making and you you're better. like, oh my God, wait, no, these are, how? I can't believe I made a stance once of like, that's not who I am. <laughs> it's right. like, no. Yeah. And then maybe like if to keep, flip this analogy back, it's like, oh, I can't believe I got to walk the dog a few times a day. I can't but believe I got to go to a park. And so, and then all of a sudden I'm like, I'm walking and socializing. Like yes. this can't be bad for me in the long it run. It is. I think it's good to realize in yourself if especially if you're this type of person generally is that you kind of almost have to be forced to do things that are good for you and so it's good to create systems around you that force you to do that so you think i'm a worse person because i have cats well yeah (laughs) 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, well there there is something about also and i'm not saying you don't put your cats first but 
introducing something into your life that you have to think about before you make any decision, sort yes. of, whether it is a significant other, a dog, or a uh, you know a child. Like there is something. It is a true learning experience to be like I can't just do. I remember the big thing in New York was because I lived in an outer borough is I couldn't go straight from work or a daytime thing into a nighttime thing all night. He needed to get out yeah. after work for so I couldn't he I can hire a dog walker to walk him in the middle of the day while I'm at work. But yeah. but so I couldn't and I used to just roll, oh we go to happy hour, I got a Harold night and then I fucking you know we all go out and drink and now I've been gone from seven AM to four AM and it's yes. like uh that's just something you can't do anymore. Right. And it was just kind of interesting and I will also say caveat getting a dog with a significant other there you sort go. of like, you know, I think that's the only way I would actually do it is with my significant other. So then we're tag teaming and we can still live regular lives. Essentially. But it's right. like being married. And then it that becomes, is marriage. That I think honestly, having a dog together is more binding than, than <laughs> like a marriage. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Because it's just, you have to communicate more, but one thing I think uh, some people get dogs and it's like, it's a way to uh, take the heat off. We're in a relationship where it's like, right. thank God we have something else to like to talk about and pay attention. <laughs> right. And like, you know, yeah. and then you're like, and you're like, oh, thank God. Hey, did you walk the dog? We have something to talk about besides like our failings in this couple. I do yes. find that like, because I, yeah, I, I see what you guys are saying. I mean, I still like cats more, but like, I, I get it. I, I do find I talk about my cats constantly, incessantly, and they don't do anything. So there is some sort of clear mental illness going on. We're like, look at look at her yeah but that's like the projection part which yeah. i think is fun of having a pet you mm -hmm. know what i mean where it's like you just write the inner monologue of your cat yeah. and your, or your cats and you're like yeah he's squirrely whenever yeah. whenever there's like yeah. a landscaper outside is when he's on high alert you know you're like just <laughs> yeah. like completely yes. meanwhile they're just like fucking reacting to instant stimuli around i think them. it is just like nobody's that interesting or has that many interesting thoughts in your brain so it's nice to have something to just be like a simple distraction at all times right. mm -hmm. yeah yeah. yeah, and it's just, it's an interesting vibe. Like, having a dog is just like, you're just sitting there watching TV, and then you're just reminded that, like, another human, like, another being is in your house, and yes. it's like, he just, like, jumps in your lap, and you're like, oh, and you're like, oh, yeah. right, hey, yeah. we're, we're like, doing this together. What's yeah. up, bro? You know? That's I think right. I just, this podcast has really helped me realize how selfish I am, but I love it. I think that's what I project on yeah. cat owners a lot. Yeah. Like, I, like I said, like... Anybody who says like, no, trust me, cats are better. You don't have to do that much for them. It's yes. like, I'm always like, oh, interesting that that's your argument. Because I, I, as a lazy person, as a lazy, like unmotivated person, I get that. Yes. Like totally. But it's a weird thing. That's like a weird hill. Dude. You know, like that's how you talk about a car. It's like, I, I lease yeah. a car so I don't have to worry about taking care of it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I, I do. And, and we've talked about this that like, because the thing that tempts me about cats is the you don't have to do anything. Uh, but but we have talked about, like, as you go on in life, questioning whether or not the sort of constant self-indulgence will continue to be interesting or worthwhile. And maybe it will I be, think but, it will. but I can't tell. Yeah, you think so? I, I think the main thing that I'm objecting to is the cult of dogs, where it's just... It, yeah. And it, yeah. it is run by loud people that are loud like dogs. And honestly, I do think 
like horrible dogs are some of the worst problems alive. Like just loud, incessantly barking dogs that yeah, are like, like gruff. I, I feel uncomfortable in their presence they're, they're and it's a unsettling. horrible thing. Yeah, it's yeah. unsettling. It's yeah. not, I want them put down like all of them. And I think it should be mandatory, but I also, <laughs> but I just feel like it's that masculine thing from a young age that is associated with the, the type of person I hate most is a dog owner. Right. But I know cat owners are all, we're, we are crazy and something's right. wrong with us and we are selfish, but I do the alpha dog the owner macho, is is just it's too shit, yeah, much. Yeah. It's like you're not. It's also not self aware, which I don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the cult of blank is what ruins most things I really That's enjoy fair. in life. You know yeah. what I mean? Like like anyone I, who likes comedy. I, yeah. All, all I want to do in life is be an actor, and then every time I take an acting class, I go, yeah. I. And I'm like, not a good actor. I'm like, okay, I got to take an acting class. Right. I got to learn how to be an actor. Yeah. And I go to an acting class and I'm like, I hate yeah. all of you. Yeah. I hate all of you so yeah. much. And I'm like, oh, what do you all have in common? You're fucking actors. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, dude, comedy people. Comedy people. And then you start getting around comedy people and you're like, yes. comedy people are kind of the worst, yeah. but way better than that. And then all of a sudden yeah. I'm like, do I have to just swallow that? Is yeah. like that a thing? Like, Because then yeah. you work on set. You're working not necessarily in these acting classes I'm taking, but if you ever get a job on set, you're ostensibly acting with people from acting classes. Yeah, yes. So maybe you have to learn to be like, yeah, no, that's really cool. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. You, I, I guess I'm not allowed to tell you that that's not interesting at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I guess you don't realize you're uninteresting yeah. and I, I got to roll with that. Yeah. Like us God. comedians Comedy- are the first people to go like, yeah, this I, is, I can't believe I'm telling you this story. Yeah. <laughs> this is not across the board. This is generalizing, but I do think comedy people tend towards self-awareness a little more than at people who are only actors. I, and I think that's the thing that ruined like the lack of self-awareness. Yeah. That's the hardest thing in life. Like my wife will always brag about like, she's like, I'm being crazy, aren't I? And I'm yes. like, yeah, you're being really crazy. And uh-huh. she goes, it's good that I know though. Right. And I'm like, you haven't changed your behavior at all. <laughs> but I guess it's nice to know that you oh, realize that at least. That is one of the things I value most or I look for in friends or significant others is like, how self-aware are you? And it's almost like the first handful of meetings is I'm testing them on <laughs> self-awareness. I, I do find myself a little over self-aware to where I often find myself talking to people and being like, what I'm saying, you want me to stop, right? They're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, because I wanted to stop because yeah. I hate hearing myself say anything I think. And again, we talked about this off air, but it's that whole social media thing like you're yes. like uh, the reason I'm so self-aware is because I'm so ready to be annoyed by someone yeah, else that's I exactly that I have to, I'm like am I talking too much and I'm yeah. the king of talking too much mm-hmm. I do yes. it for a uh, yeah. living again in quotes and b like in social situations I'm fucking screaming in everyone's faces so the, uh, but I'm gotta be self-aware because I would kill somebody it if they feels like a me. deal you made with the devil where the way you make your living is what you hate about yourself most <laughs> that's exactly yeah. right I did this to you yesterday by the way or us when we were on another podcast we did another podcast and we were like sorry uh <laughs> we'd like to apologize to the listeners um, Do- doing podcasts is like the such a clear analog to like the chat shit like being on yeah fucking yeah. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> but how many we, listeners did they get yeah. i got the fucking high and mighty pop it's going great but jake and i were like really going and talking a lot and then at one point i was like are we talking too much? The hosts haven't said anything in a minute. And then I just... And they're thrilled to not be talking. <laughs> yeah. They but hate I, that they decided to do a podcast. But then I asked them, I was like, are we being too much? Should we talk less? And they were like, no. Fucking <laughs> idiot. <laughs> yeah. All we need to do is talk and, until the time, until our timer yeah, says we're done. Yeah, that's all we're yeah. trying to do here. <laughs> until society yeah. says that's an episode that we just <laughs> end. Yeah. Uh, in, uh, 
Well, I think this has been interesting. I mean, I feel like I did learn a lot. I'm not going to change anything, but I right. do I do feel like I completely understand why I like cats, and it's similar to why I don't want to be a father, and it is based in fear and selfishness. Yeah. The thing that I understand about you and would encourage you to do with dogs is take them as individuals and not as a collective, because they're all different. And there are those aggressive dogs out there, but there are also dogs that are purely... Here's the other issue, yeah. though. Yeah. The other thing about dog people is yeah. that they're always making fun of, like, people for liking cats. Oh, like, oh, it's a feminine thing. But those people like women. They right. like women. So what are we talking about here? Yeah. Don't you want to be into what women are into? Yeah. Would you, think, least, would you at least? Would you? Okay, so you're a MAGA supporter. You're not supporter. talking about me. You're basically me a MAGA here. supporter, yeah. <laughs> and what you need to say but that's the thing, is that there's a, to... you have an issue with the other MAGA supporters. You just like his tax policy. That's essentially <laughs> what a dog owner is. No, no. you're lo- you're <laughs> throwing nice a try. Yeah, you're, th- you're associating dog owners with Trump in a crazy way, and it's <laughs> offensive to me deeply. I would say, <laughs> I, I would say, I see what you're getting at, but I think that's like a like it's a like the five star review with the sun, dude. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, I get it. It's cool that yeah. you're making that. Thank move. you so much. It's yeah. the, it is. I'm a it, writer. It is there. Like it is there a little bit of like the dog of like this is my the kind of people who want to get a fucking big strong. You won't believe how obedient he is. And it's yeah, like, that it's, like sucks. it's like uh, okay, yeah. like what do you really need? Yeah, you so need what, someone to like tongue your asshole like yeah. you need, yeah. to you need someone to whip you and <laughs> shove something up your yeah. ass yeah, yeah. like uh-huh. what yeah what is that? that that i don't understand the person who's like i want my dad was like that with children so like i can't i would never they, fuck my dad he wanted us yeah. to whip him and lick his asshole <laughs> uh-huh. no my dad was like one of those people who was like we called him sir in the house he wasn't oh, military at all fuck. but like he got off on like the alpha like kind of respect of children mm-hmm. and i have rejected that as hard yeah, as possible and I can never be like that I know that no. you have to be stern with dogs because that's like how they learn but I'm never going to be like pride myself on like no, no don't worry watch fucking yeah. slap my dog in the face he won't do anything <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. tongue my dog's asshole see what I happens dare you look yeah. you won't even react yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I injected him yeah. with something I, tra- I trained he doesn't my- feel yeah. he doesn't feel he doesn't know when yeah. he's shitting I trained my dog to love being tongue in the asshole <laughs> <laughs> feels bad to talk about. It was him. a fun he's journey. So yeah, oh, he's oh, such a cute belly dog. Comes. Yeah, but he, he's he's being cat like right now. That's why I like yeah. him. Yeah, and uh, and dogs are capable of that. Yeah, no, that's especially true. like you got to spend one hour next to a dog that. This is an environment for him. He I always sits so- on that couch with the guest and just relaxes. I have softened a lot recently. I mean, you 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 have had dogs I when I go back to your house in Houston. Yes. I like it, but I, I do think or like your but your sister Molly has terrible dogs. Like no, dogs that are too way much. too intense. That it's like this is my whole life now. Yeah. And I hate it. I hate when you go to someone's house and they have dogs that are too much and they are clearly overwhelmed by their own. So, you know, and you're like, sorry, oh my God, this buddy, is like- calm down, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. By the way, Molly, if you're listening, I love your dogs, but they're too much. They're too much for you. Matt, Ooh. okay, you're saying this on air, but we've talked about how they're too much. Too much safe to say you. that Molly's not listening. <laughs> Molly might be listening. And Molly, I love Molly's you. A- Molly, I too, I also love yeah. you. <laughs> but that's always the most stressful thing ever. You go over someone's house and they're like, oh my God, I'm sorry. Is he is he driving you crazy? And you're like, yeah, a little bit, but I can't say that. And then it's like, they're stressed by their own dogs. I'm like, easy, easy, easy. What you is- do have to, I do, if I ever get a dog, my plan is to be brutal with the adoption process 
and like really vet dogs because I and then really eventually just get a purebred. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I, that's about yeah. the that's the peak of being brutal with the adoption process. Is yeah, like, well, I get one from a certified. Know what I'm getting? Yeah, yeah, because you. Because it can ruin your life. You get a shitty dog. I dated. It's hard. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. It makes. I, I, yeah, I dated someone once who adopted a dog that had severe separation anxiety, and it was fucking. It sucked. It like ruined things. Yeah, I. I think I, it was the reason we broke up. <laughs> he <laughs> no, got separation not. anxiety like briefly based on because our upstairs neighbor dog would bark all day long when their owner left, and then we would leave too, and then he would like go stir he would go crazy listening to another dog whine about their owner being gone all day mm-hmm. oh, wow. so he went ape shit and we had to like fucking it changed our, like he trashed the house completely yeah. we had to like change it and that's something a cat can't really do no. like is like destroy your home yes. but a dog fucking 20 pounds so if you have a fucking labrador they can crush you i will say this regardless dog or cat i do think pets make you a better person i agree i carry, i don't really like people who don't have pets or have no affinity for them. It is a little like I feel bad for them, but there's caring you gotta about, care things, about something. Caring about it, things makes you. It better. makes you softer. It was a huge thing. Like before we even had dogs, like I I was saying to myself, like my dream is to have a family and have a dog someday. I cannot get involved with someone who doesn't like like for you. It would be a deal breaker if a girl was like, I don't like that cats. has happened. Yeah, and actually because of being a single man with cats, there there are women out there who are like. Okay, no. Like it, it, it I is think like the stigma is sliding away from it's that. It's sliding now, away, especially yeah. in LA because right. there's like <laughs> vegan food everywhere. But but also but but in I, LA cats are like one of the eight the, yeah. the eighth least masculine uh, activity yeah. you can do. Yeah. But there is a there is sort of I have noticed that in general over the years it has changed a little bit. But like there is sort of a stigma. Like there's something weird. Like they'll be like, well, he's a nice guy, um, but he does have two cats. Like that. If I'm being set up with someone, it's right. like a thing. Right, and I think it's one of those things where. You should probably just tell someone that a guy you're setting them up with has two cats, but at the same time, you don't want to know what that person's reaction to the like right. where they're like, "Ooh, two yeah. cats." Right. Also, there is that weird thing I would say with different people when they love. There is that dangerous thing with any animal. If you- if you're bonding over that, that can get weird fast. Like because right. some people that like cats that happen to be gendered female, uh, you know, it it is weird. Um, and it is a thing. You know, like I relate to them very much, but I'm not sure I want our relationship to be about cats because. Then it's based like, around that, then you you're yeah, like, you're risking I'm, that you don't have anything else. I'm going a lot on. as yeah. a person, as a cat person. I'm, I made it such a big part of my brand. Yeah, um, and it is too much. So uh, I do think that like having someone else be into that too. That's it's not like a healthy when, couple. It's like when two triathletes get together. Yeah. You're like, that's great. Yeah, but you can't. That Only can't be, be your like. That. You're not gonna yeah. be able to do that forever. You're not gonna be. Like, it's why like people in comedy shouldn't be together. Like two writers shouldn't are be you together. With a comedian? Ah, uh, no, no. <laughs> no. And it's like just. And she's in. She works in television as a, in marketing. So it's like adjacent enough that she understands she any it, drama yeah. and she that also I'm dealing knows, with. But she knows what you do is bullshit. Right, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but she yeah. also she also goes. What are you upset about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Harold Knight? <laughs> yeah, uh, no, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> like, yeah. so it, it, that's the, and then I don't have to feel competitive against her. Like when my friends who are in couples, especially couples where like one person is more like uh, doing further along, I wouldn't say even doing better, but further along in their career, and the other person's like newer, is like, can we make a movie? To, can we write together? Can we? Do, we should do yeah. an improv show together. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my god, oh my god, that's my nightmare. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's why it is hard. Or, I mean, it's it's tempting to want to get into a relationship with someone who you creatively gel with because that's one of the most exciting types of right. like uh, relationships you can have. Not uh, necessarily sexual, but like 
but it can be risky to mix. It's very those close to two. being uh, feeling like you work well with someone is very uh, is it right alongside very, being attractive. It is. It's very oh, yeah. intimate, and yeah. you feel extremely connected to that person. I feel like I didn't even real because I feel like you're brought up and you're taught to like someone who is uh, quote unquote hot, right? Right. But I think until I met funny people, I didn't realize that sometimes looks have nothing to do with it that you can morph to like someone just because they're funny i didn't know that until i met really funny it was like oh yeah no like humor is like the and intelligence is like very sexual to me yeah i learned it i learned it from inside out i'm like when i my freshman year of college when i had no baggage from anyone knowing me and all of a sudden girls are like hysterical laughing at me and they're like yeah i'm making out with them like minutes later i'm like Uh oh my god humor is attractive right (laughs) and then like i would eventually i went through my phase of not knowing humor and uh, right. other people. And then you start meeting women who are intelligent and funny and you're like, holy shit. Yeah, oh it's my thank God, God yeah. too. Thank right. God I'm not just a basic fucking animal yeah. and like i'm right. just like yeah you put out your bird call and now i want to fuck you. Yeah. Right. And you just like and it's fun like but then you find that even in like a non like uh, all of a sudden like you're like oh my god am i attracted to you? I hope I shouldn't be because uh, it's an impro- imp- inappropriate relationship. Oh, no, I'm not feeling attracted. I'm feeling yeah. like excited about working. Thank God like, someone I, gets me. Like, yeah. To use Lapkus as an example is like we never we've performed together. I always like always thought she was funny and uh, she's great to perform with. Mm-hmm. But we never worked as much as we did on this podcast. And I'm like, I'm enjoying my time. And then I, yes. b- being the most fucking heteronormative person yeah. ever. I'm like, I'm like. And then all of a sudden I'm like, no, you're right. friends yeah, and yeah. find yeah. this person entertaining yes. and charismatic. It's like, oh my God, you can have that without, exactly. and of course that feels exactly like attraction yeah. and that all right. add erection and that is what attraction is, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, but but that is the beauty of like doing this is you can have different types of relationships and your creative partnerships are often as fulfilling as a relationship would be, which yeah. is what's exciting about this career essentially. Right, that's yeah. like I... Like when I'm planning a party and my wife's like, who are all these people? I'm like, you don't understand how close I am to them. It's like, how yes. are you? It's like, well, we work together for three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. Like, really? And it's yeah. Like, yeah. She's like, I'm not inviting anyone from work. You know what I mean? Like, and but it's it like, is, oh, that's a different job. It's like finding some, if you're in the middle of the country and you find someone who has the, and you realize someone, you get their number and they have the same area code as you. You're yeah. like, oh my God, we have a lot to yeah. talk about. Well, it is right, yeah. finding, <laughs> finding the people who you find funny and who, you can make them funnier and they can make you funnier. That is, it's very thrilling and exciting. Yeah, that, yeah. there is nothing better. Yeah. 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 yeah, that is probably the best thing. That's why it's worth doing all this, even though it's not. Yeah. <laughs> right, and I think that's what we're constantly chasing is, like, the first time your best friend in junior high, yes. like, broke you in class because they knew, like, I locked right. in so much to what Matt thinks is funny. Yes. I'm going to lean in, hit him with the... Uh, uh-huh. and, and what would it have been in my... I'm trying to think of what it would have been in my childhood. It would have been, obviously, a Dumb and Dumber, Chris Farley, any one of those yes, references. Yes, right, of course. Uh, before you knew to, like, make your own choices, you, yes, like, uh-huh. you, you train in comedy you by quote it, memorizing. Yes. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess... Now I'm off the rails on another analogy, but, like, yep. if you're a kid... Who, who loves basketball but hasn't had like formal basketball practice but you're like I'm Jordan you know yes. like I'm doing the sky I'm doing what this guy I don't know anything about sports <laughs> I'm doing what this guy famously does you know you just you were mimicking yeah. throwing a ball over your yeah. head yeah. I was I was like is it Dr. J that did the sky hook is like what I was gonna say and then I'm yeah. like how old am I that my references are Jordan and Dr. J but it's like 
that's what you're doing. You're like, Chris Farley does this. And like, you just, when someone locks in, has the same sense of humor as you. Kareem you're Abdul like, Jabbar, by the way. That's who I was thinking mm-hmm. of. Yes. Lou yeah. Al Cinder, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, speaking of creative partnerships, mm-hmm. I'm sitting across from one right now. Yeah. Um, I watched a couple episodes of Corporate. So fucking funny. Thank you I was very excited much. when I read the pilot, yeah. and I didn't even know what, how cinematic dare i say like uh, i like we're going for that yeah, yeah it's it looks fucking beautiful it some someone was saying the other day a friend of mine uh, do you guys know scotty landis yeah a, oh, friend yes. of, a friend of mine the other day was saying like the best shows on tv have a vibe and yeah. i feel like that's i've got a vibe from corporate now it's not necessarily a positive uh, exciting sure. vibe <laughs> but yeah. no one would think if you attach jake to a project it would, yeah. it would yeah. have a, wow this right, is a really yeah. sunny show this is uplifting <laughs> yeah. you know what's funny it's funny uh like on dates or when discussing the show people are like by the way you're negative and i'm like oh right i know that but everyone's like yeah. i think of you i think of negativity <laughs> it's like oh okay good cool yeah. very cool cats knives <laughs> casual suicide references yeah. the joke i think it's in the first one where he's like i'm gonna kill myself and you're like he took my idea yeah <laughs> it's like such a funny move. yeah i do agree that yeah the, the stuff i love the most has a personality that you can feel and there's right. stuff that's like from the creative people bubbling to the surface a little bit and i think thankfully comedy central let jake and pat bishop who directed and wrote it with us and i have so much control over this that we couldn't help but inject it with right our own sensibility I think and so much comedy yeah. is watered down and that's fine because it provides a lot of work for people um but like i think that the best things are like i hadn't really seen it from that angle i haven't seen right. this before that's what you're searching for it's that's almost you... appealing to be like i'm not making corporate for everyone right no I'm, and we're, I'm not. And we're not yeah right. yeah exactly. we're really I think, not i think that's what you're talking about when you're watering it down it's like everyone's trying to make something i need something that's as huge success and it's like i want to make something that's successful enough that you keep letting me make it 100 right, yeah. Yeah, yeah you want to make something you want to be noticed by people who like you but not by everyone right. and you can do that by not appealing to everyone right. like there's a there's a real positivity into making stuff just for people like you well it's also like uh um, satisfying to know like look I don't think my sense of humor is for everyone it's not. but it is for these people <laughs> and if they find me they're gonna fuck because like, exactly. that's, that's also talking about that vibe that uh, when you're a kid and you find someone else who's like oh. I also loved Monty it's Python it's such a relief and you're like whoa thank yeah, like, god it's similar yes. to a podcast it's like I just want those people to come back so I can keep doing this right. I will be able to entertain these people over and over I, everyone else fine yeah, yeah. go do yeah. whatever you do but I, I will say like it's very, very funny, and uh, it's it's cooler than it needs to be. You know what I mean? Like it's uh. like better than it needs to be to be a funny show. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, much. and yeah. I think that's like just the fucking everything. The look of it all, it's very like Fincher esque. I say it's like and that's yeah. what we're that, trying to go. Yeah. for. we're yeah. trying to like set because we. I I think uh, a lot of comedy is very silly. And we're trying to make a drama that's funny. Right. Yeah. Like we think like we want it to look like a drama, feel like a drama, because when you're at work, you feel like yeah, it it's looks a like drama. Halt and catch fire, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's silly and funny. Yeah. And so that's like what we we like movies and we also like comedies. So right. we just wanted to meld those. And yeah. I, I think you guys did a great job. And then for uh the cast, I, I I'm a diehard lustic head. Oh well, he's I don't know. Like he's like one of the Thank God of, he's not famous yet. Because we got him. He is like objectively magnetic oh and it's like he virtuous and a magician with like he can talk so fast and things occur to he's like uh he's incredible yeah he he has like the 85 percent you need in this business like where he's just funny talented all that but then he has like the 15 percent that not everyone else has where it's like he 
looks interesting, sounds interesting, is interesting. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's like not everyone has that. He's you know? also and someone he, that you can throw anything at, like okay, line wise, and great, he'll great, yeah. Okay, great, okay, that's great, 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 yeah. great yeah. idea, Matt. Great yeah. Yeah. Hi, Jake. Hey, Jake. Hey, Matt. How's oh my God, going, you're great. Yeah. I love you. Thank love you so much for having me. Oh my God. Am I too much? The greatest time. Yes. Yeah. The greatest time. Yeah. And Aparna and Baron, like these are all fucking funny. And Lance Reddick from The Wire. Jesus Christ. Obviously, like the best thing. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. No, we, we try to get a lot of people from LA comedy or just in comedy in general that uh, we think are incredible um, and then just get the best actors possible and trick them into being in our right. show. Um, wait, yeah. who was the dude who played Lockheed and uh, the, the fake Lockheed Martin? Uh, oh, oh uh, Philip Baker Hall. Yeah, you had Philip Baker from, Hall. From yeah. Magnolia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had yeah. like one of fucking PTs. Guys. Yes. We got a bunch of people from... Um, Paul Thomas Anderson's world. Uh, we just wanted we just wanted to get dramatic actors to say funny shit. That's right. the best kind of comedy. It's so fucking cool. Yeah. And Lance Reddick, uh, yes, he's from The Wire, but I was also a diehard Fringe fan in between. Oh, yeah. uh -huh. So like, and he's got even more of a presence in Fringe. And there's a couple of shots that feel like you know where it's like close up on his face. He's like, well, God damn it, get yeah. me. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Yes. It's kind yes. of like porn. Like I feel yeah. sexual while watching him say funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I want. I want him to go. Are you fucking? kidding me Gabrus like yeah. to my face so bad <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Like, yeah yeah the show's worth watching just to see him do his thing yeah, yeah he's so in fucking a comedy good. like it's yes. fucking great so it's January it comes out January 17th uh, at 10pm it'll be on Wednesdays at 10pm and you can also stream it on cc.com oh yeah so this episode will come out on the 18th so the first episode will be already the out the first two will be out at the that first point. two will be first out first two out on January 17th but then there's one um, every week after that yeah. uh, on Wednesdays at 10pm and you can yeah cc.com or the Comedy Central app which yeah. you can download but on your think smart you'll really TV like it. it's, yeah it's good. I watched the first two episodes on season all four of them are out now mm -hmm. if people are not TV don't don't have cable right. packages whatever get mm -hmm. on and watch them all yeah. guys Guys, fucking great work on it. Uh, <laughs> great so work much. on it. So hard to tell someone else that their thing is good. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> well, I thank you for it. making it actually good so I can get away with it on <laughs> this podcast. Um, do you guys want to plug Twitter and people could tweet at us uh, cats and dog arguments and stuff yes, like that? Yes, please. Yeah, we would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, I'm at Matt Ingebrigtsen on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, at Weissman Jake. And I'm always at John Gabris. Listen to... Act, you guys don't have podcasts, by the way, right? No, no, no. no all right. Not yet. No, no, soon. <laughs> well, no, you don't have a podcast. You know why? Because yeah. you have a TV show. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and I just yeah. start brewing up a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, um, as always, I'm at John Gabris. Uh, listen to Action Boys, the action movie podcast on Patreon, actionboys.biz. Um, listen to Raised by TV on Earwolf and rate me five stars, roast me in the comments, buy a shirt, all that shit. Thanks, boys. Bye, shitheads. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>